Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of July 24th. The theme of this episode is Facing Your Fears. I pulled a card from the Oracle of Mystical Moments deck by Katrine Welchstein. You can look in the show notes and there'll be a link to my Amazon page if you're interested in purchasing the deck. And the card I pulled is number 13, which adds up to four. And fours are about a stable foundation. So the key words are face your fears, awareness, and consciousness. The woman on this card collects fat raindrops into a basket of leaves. She is called Morning Dew Girl, and she symbolizes the receiving and absorption of all worries and fears. She invites us to start sharing our own feelings and worries. We can collect them and deal with them instead of hiding them deep inside. She stands resolute and strong, ready to face her fears. While fear can be as powerful as a river, once confronted, it may turn out to be as small as a dewdrop. This is a beautiful deck and a beautiful card. So I really want you to contemplate this week how you can face your fears. We're in the last part of the lunar cycle where the moon's light is waning and releasing. So this is a perfect time to express your fears to either a loved one, a friend, a counselor. You can also, you know, journal about what your fears are. We are living in a time of chaos and uncertainty. So we have to figure out ways to manage through it and do what we can to stay grounded, bringing in new tools in our lives. You can also come for an astrology reading if you need some help. There is a link in the show note to my website where you can book a reading. There are three big things I want you to think about this week. The first is that it's the week of the warrior woman. Now, Venus is in Cancer, and Venus does pretty well in Cancer. Venus is the feminine principle of love, relationships, beauty. Cancer is a feminine sign. The moon rules Cancer. So the two planets that are associated with feminine energy work well together. And she's contraparallel the planet Pluto. Pluto is all about destruction, power, obsession, and whatnot. Pluto's in Capricorn, about authority, about governments. If you would like to learn more about parallels and contraparallels, these aspects of declination, you can go back and listen to episode 10, Cancer New Moon, The Sweet Smell of Success. Essentially, this aspect is similar to an opposition. So you can think about how there is some underlying tension 
around feeling like there's a loss of Venusian principles about and just enjoyment of life that we're going through with everything that's going on with the rising inflation and people are giving up things that used to give them pleasure because they're having to tighten their belts. And I think we're going to be seeing more and more and more anger around the government. Keep your eyes open for women standing up against authority, or maybe, especially if you were being fearful recently, maybe watch a movie or read a book about a really strong woman. That can be great. Like Norma Ray is a great movie to watch for this theme. Also, Jupiter, which represents truth and law and many other things, is parallel the asteroid Diana. So Diana was the Greek goddess of the hunt. So she's associated with both predation and protection. She was Zeus's daughter. Wonder Woman was named Diana, likely inspired by the goddess. Again, this theme of strong women. This aspect is happening early on in the week. Also on Sunday and Monday, the sun is conjunct the asteroid Isis. So she's a central goddess in Egyptian mythology. She was the sister and wife of the god Osiris. And Set, the god of disorder, was a usurper who murdered Osiris and cut him into 14 pieces. Now, Isis found 13 of those pieces and reassembled them. His phallus was eaten by fish and replaced with a gold facsimile. Now, she is associated with healing and restoration, also fragmentation versus wholeness. The strong feminine energy has me thinking about Liz Cheney versus Donald Trump. She is really at the forefront of the January 6th hearings and has taken centered stage, and she has done a masterful job, and she is just tough as nails. She's a great example of having a missing element. She has no air, but she's exceptionally articulate. So we know when people have a missing element or just one of an element, sometimes they have a lack of it or they have like more than enough. They don't need any more. And I think she's an example of not needing any more air. So she is putting together all the pieces of how Trump attempted a coup. And it has been just incredible to watch the intricacy of the committee, the people they're interviewing in the inner circles, and how far people went to almost overthrow the United States government. I mean, we came so close on January 6th. It's incredible. The new moon this Thursday is conjunct her natal sun at 5 Leo. So it's starting a new cycle for her. She may lose her primary because she stood on principle and went against Donald Trump. She's a Republican for my international listeners. And her politics are very, very different than mine. But I really admire her grit and determination and willingness to lose her political power in order to do what's right and stand up for democracy. So I think she's an inspiration to all women.
The next thing is that there is a new moon on the 28th at five degrees of Leo. So this is the annual event where the sun is in its domicile. The sun is at home in the sign of Leo. The sun rules all creativity. It is life-giving. It gives warmth. Leo energy has leadership qualities. There's a nature of self-confidence a desire to take big risks. There's the planning and then the taking of the big risks. There's pride in accomplishments and doing things that create joy. So Leo season, when there's a new moon in Leo, it's really a time for you to set intentions about what you want to do in your own life to think big and create joy for yourself. Now, during this new moon, there is a fixed T-square where Mercury at 18 degrees of Leo is squaring Uranus, which is conjunct the North Node at 18 degrees of Taurus. And Mercury is squaring the South Node at 18 degrees of Scorpio. So we can like make plans to really set yourself off on your path, Mercury squaring the nodes, this is a decision point where do you want to be methodical and take steps forward to manifest North Node and Taurus, or do you want to just stay within your fears, South Node in Scorpio? And Uranus is here to like give insights and downloads and awaken you to new possibilities of what you can do. So you may get like some great ideas. We may see also in the collective something that happens. Mercury is a messenger as well because the North Node, Mars, and Uranus are all going to meet at 18 degrees, July 31st, August 1st. Now there can be big things that are happening, potential news of serious conflicts, On the North Node, things get a lot of attention, or there could be a great scientific breakthrough. We could also see with Uranus and Taurus, something about our resources, market changes, or I'm wondering if August 1st, there'll be something around charges against either Donald Trump or people who participated in trying to send fake electors to Washington, D.C., or staging the coup, the January 6th insurrection. We shall see. Five Leo is sextile Donald Trump's Neptune at five Libra, and sextiles are opportunities. And when people have their Neptune activated, it can be something about their image that comes in focus. Yeah, he also has Neptune in his second house of resources. So we'll see what happens. If you hear this in time, I'm having a new moon intention setting workshop on Sunday, July 24th, and you can sign up at the link in the show notes. If you miss this one, there will be more. Make sure you're on my mailing list. And lastly, Jupiter and Aries is stationing retrograde. It stations on July 28th, and then we'll go retrograde until November 23rd. Jupiter rules abundance, including wealth, good fortune, morality, truth, faith, the search for meaning, justice, confidence, optimism. It also rules mundane topics like travel, lawsuits, higher education. 
So a retrograde planet cannot do its job as effectively. In horary, which I specialize in, and that's when someone asks a question where they have a soul-stirring need to know. It could be about a relationship or their career or a partnership, and I cast a chart and they get unique insight. It is just such an amazing technique. But anyway, if a planet shows up in the chart retrograde, it's afflicted. That means it can do damage. It can also signify delays or reversal of fortune and things like that. With horror, you can talk about what happened most recently, what's likely to happen next. And so the movement of the planets is very important. I expect that the travel woes that we've been seeing with canceled flights, delays, and whatnot, plus with bad weather potentially happening this summer, will just get worse. There's rising gas prices, lack of staff, including pilots, angry passengers. This is all part of the Pluto return. So planning and good fortune can take a hit when Jupiter goes retrograde, but it does so for four months of the year. We have to move forward. Life goes on. But I wonder if the Fed will take action on inflation. Jupiter rules inflation as well as wealth. So maybe they'll take action to stem inflation. That may be something we hear in the news. The retrograde can be felt five days, five before and after the station, if you're sensitive to these things. So just watch the news to see what topics, or not even necessarily the news. I mean, the news has been so awful, maybe you don't want to keep up too closely on it, but just notice what people are talking about around you, as well as what you're thinking. On Sunday, the word of the day is moderation. The moon is in Gemini as we start the week, and its last aspect is a square to Neptune. The last aspect gives a flavor of the energy, and Neptune is the planet of illusions and delusions. It's the fog. It's the mist. There may be a desire for escapism. Now, we're having a balsamic moon at 16 degrees of Gemini at 7.52 a.m. The balsamic phase is the last phase of the moon cycle. So for the next two and a half, three days, we're supposed to be releasing, letting go of things. You may be extra intuitive. Now, the moon is out of bounds, which gives it a Uranian flavor. So feelings may be amplified, especially that feeling of escapism because Mercury in Leo is also sesquisquare Neptune, another hard aspect. And Venus squares Jupiter. So Venus squared Jupiter can be overindulgence. Yeah, this desire to just feed yourself with pleasure. Jupiter makes everything bigger. Sometimes people with Venus square Jupiter in their charts have really a lot of difficulty managing their impulses, either for food or whatever. Yeah, so just keep that in mind. Moderation is the word of the day. Also, Juno, which is the asteroid of marriage and partnerships, is in Pisces. And it will station to go retrograde at 21 Pisces. So I wonder if this will have something to do about the migrant crisis. Like maybe there'll be conflicts between two nations. 
concerning this, Pisces is the sign that rules like migrants, people who are homeless, and topics like that. On Monday, the word of the day is methodical. The moon will enter Cancer at 10.53 a.m. Pacific time. The moon is still out of bounds. So Cancer is a water sign. The moon is at home here. So you could find yourself being emotional. Don't push yourself too hard. We are in the dark of the moon, the balsamic phase. Listen to your body. Rest if you need to. Trust your intuition. It's a great day to drink lots of water, take a bath, do something to nurture yourself that feels good, like wear comfy clothes. And Monday is the moon's day, so it's really beautiful that the moon is in its home sign on this day. On Tuesday, the word of the day is pride. The moon will conjunct Venus at 7.54 a.m. at 10 degrees of Cancer. The moon and Venus are the feminine energies. So Tuesday is what's called a goddess day. Do something, maybe buy yourself flowers or some kind of treat on this day. Remember, make love, not war, and choose harmony and balance. Mercury and Leo will square Mars, both of them at 14 degrees of Taurus. So these are world points, 15 degrees of the fixed signs as world points, but the square is pretty close to 15. So this can be like taking action to promote yourself. I love the idea of asking for a raise today, you know, talking about your accomplishments and asking for either, it doesn't have to be a raise, it could be like, what do I need to do to get to this next position? Because also the moon will be enshrined to the nodes. So it's a great day to be brave, to really set yourself out on your path. Face your fears. Like if you're in sales, make a cold call. Yeah, do something that stretches you out of your comfort zone. On Wednesday, the word of the day is Pathfinder. The sun is conjunct Arcturus. This is the star of the farmer who begins to hunt. So are you a map maker? If not, how can you be so? Mercury in Leo is parallel the North Node. So again, this activating of the North Node of Destiny. You may communicate with helpful people today. So reach out, you know, talk to someone who can help you on your way or come up with an idea to do something. Now, Mercury is also trying Chiron, the wounded healer. So think about how kind words can offer healing to someone who may be having a difficult time. And just be aware your feelings may be tender with that moon still in Cancer. It forms a grand trine with the south node and Neptune. So it could be really emotional. If you need to go into the bathroom and cry, just do it. But watch out for self-undoing with Neptune, that desire to escape. At 11.37 p.m. Pacific time, the moon will enter Leo. If you're awake, you may notice a big energy shift where you feel more joyful and optimistic. Leo energy is a fire energy and it is fixed. It's the eternal flame. So you may just suddenly feel better. On Thursday, the word of the day is self-expression. 
We're having the new moon at five degrees of Leo at 10.54 a.m. Pacific time. On the same day, Jupiter stations to go retrograde. Jupiter will be at eight degrees of Aries. That's a hot degree. So if you have any planets at eight degrees of the cardinal signs, so that would be Aries, Cancer, Libra, or Capricorn, there may be a story in your life like that Jupiter is really, really sitting there. It may bring some abundance or good luck. Yeah, check your chart if you have something right at eight or, you know, six to nine or 10. Yeah, there could be a story, a Jupiterian story. Now, Mercury is also parallel and square Uranus. So be ready for great ideas. Watch out for being reactive. It's also squaring the nodes on this day. So I really encourage you to set intentions for what you want to grow in your life. You can go to my website, astrologybyceleste.com. There is a free guide called Setting Intentions with the Moon Phases. And if you sign up for my mailing list, you will get the guide for free as well as get my twice monthly newsletter. So think about as well how you want to lead. And if you are a leader, maybe set some intentions so how you can be a better leader. On Friday, the word of the day is chill. The moon will square Mars, Uranus, and then the North Node. And then the moon will conjunct Mercury. So there could be really surprising news. Maybe we'll see something in the collective, but you may get something surprising in your own life. Be prepared to expect the unexpected. So I really encourage you to just chill. When the moon squares Mars and Uranus, that is very activating for like sudden outbursts. If you have children, especially if they're little, see if they have some emotional reactions on Friday and try to be patient with them. And yeah, do whatever breathing exercises you need to calm yourself. On Saturday, the word of the day is joyful. Now the moon is going to go into Virgo at 11.10 a.m. Pacific time. The Virgo moon, this is earth energy. It's mutable earth energy. It's a great time to declutter. So if you want to Marie Kondo your house, this is a time to do it. Or just organizing is wonderful to do when the moon is in Virgo. And you can whistle while you work. It's like there is this, I find there is this joyfulness to to doing mundane tasks when the moon is in Virgo. Now, Mercury is parallel the fixed star Swallowson. And this is the dolphin star. This is playful energy. It's also going to be opposite Saturn and parallel Mars. So if you come up against restrictions or someone's giving you a hard time or tells you they can't do what they said they were going to do or whatever, yeah, just try to be lighthearted about it. Try not to get upset if your kid or your dog gives you lip. The sun is approaching a trine with Jupiter. Trines are smooth, easy energy. Jupiter makes us feel good, gives us nice stuff. It makes everything bigger. So do you want to make joy bigger or do you want to make anger and frustration bigger? The choice is really yours. So that's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at Celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology and action stories. Do you see someone standing up to authority? 
Are you facing your fears? Let me know. Also, let me know how the daily themes are playing out for you. Take care of yourself and I will catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week. 